0: This is recording 818. Um... <laughs> just kind of, um... Funny, I guess, because I just... I just recently actually, like, cleared <laughs> cleared out all my recordings and put them on a, a hard drive um, somewhere. Never to be seen again. <laughs> um, no, but, I mean, maybe. But, <laughs> um sometimes I forget why I even turned on my phone and then I'm like why would why would I do this because I just ah, I like to spend like so much of my time without my phone on unless I absolutely need it um and lately it's been like a, a godless necessary thing to have but also at the same time I'm um, just very I don't know I think it's funny how that everything works sometimes um <laughs> And this this guy just deviating as i always do like from whatever the actual story or purpose is i don't i don't know if there's a story at this point i think i'm just like in the in like the post season um haze still like sorting out um everything and trying to figure out like oh, like what's happening to me um because i guess like i guess i'm not going to figure out what the fuck is happening to me until i decide what's happening to me and then like Um, and that will give everything purpose and reason just because like, you know, I talk about this perception based reality, but I also, I do believe in like, you know, divinity and like this whole like process of just like, this is what I was planning and this is what ended up happening. And like, um, (laughs) before I, I, I deviate back to my deviation, I had this um, conversation with somebody that's like, um, that, that was like, it doesn't really like. (laughs) <laughs> like there there's no fixed way to get there but the point is like it doesn't really matter like you're all you're going to the same place anyway like it's all at the end at the end of the day and at the end of the story it's all it was always like that fixed point of whatever you believe the end is like that's always where you were headed anyway no matter what path you take or what direction you decided to get there or whatever direction life, you know, started pushing you, or however you got there, you got there, and that's where you were always going, there was, there was really never any difference in the, um, in that, you know, point, anyway, (laughs) the first deviation was, I, I, um, I like to go to this fruit vendor, mostly because, like, once I finally do leave the gym, especially if I've had, like, a really good workout, um, and all of my workouts have had to be at least, like, semi-decent lately. I'm, like, ridiculously hungry. But I still haven't gotten, like, the New York way of, like, eating on the subway. So it's, no matter, like, how famished I am, <clears throat> like, I'm like, you will not find me eating on this train. Um, uh, I mean, like, you know, never say never. That's probably going to teach me a lesson one day. I'll, I'll just be so... Uh, hungry that I'll have to eat on the train and that is gross um but a lot of people do that here and that's you know that's fine that's okay um it's, I guess it's just like a New York thing but um I typically just go grab a couple like fruits and veggies so that you know, I can have um you know something healthy to eat and um <laughs> I thought it was funny because my fruit vendor I get him and this other guy confused and I feel bad. But like, like I said, I'm, I'm literally like not, (laughs) I'm like out of body by the time I finish like a, a proper workout and a proper workout for me can, can last like all day. Like that can be like a shift, you know, like I can, like, even though I'm not working out consistently for the entire, like, you know, entirety that I'm there, like I am usually there like multiple hours and, um, I really wish I could get paid (laughs) to do that, um, you know, without it being too much of a job for me, but it, 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 you know, it probably would be if it was a job for me, um, <laughs> anywho, um, I was coming out of the gym, and I was like, okay, I've got, like, <laughs> got exactly four dollars, and, um, the, the, the fruit vendor, the, the vegetable stand guy, or whatever, the vendor was like, oh, how's your everything you know and I thought that was kind of funny just because I've been in this whole like everything is everything and like it really has been closing in on me to the point where it's like I can't even like I can't even see straight like half the time I'm just like how the fuck what the fuck is happening um like I I don't even like I'm just I'm literally like a walking exclamation point slash question mark um or those two together consecutively a lot of the time um, just because I, I'm, like, going on, like, and then God is like, what, okay, fine, here, like, this, and, yeah, I'm just like, oh, I, you know, like, I don't know, I, at this point, I do have, like, a really healthy, like, fear of, like, God, or, <laughs> not fear, but just, like, this relationship with just, like, whatever's gonna happen is happening, it's gonna, it's happening, um, <laughs> I do eventually have to touch back on that Christopher Nolan thing, but, I mean, like, I guess I'm taking this, like, post-season, uh, what did I call it? Oh, man, I had a really good, like... Um, I had a really good episode title, and I can't remember what the fuck it was called. Um, because I didn't write it down, but, you know, that's, that's what happens sometimes. And if it, was, if it was supposed to be, or is supposed to be, it'll always come back to me. Because I realize, when I have ideas that are truly, like, good, or truly funny or like jokes or just like one-liners song lyrics like i might lose it i might fall asleep because i you know um like a majority of artists i'll get like a bunch of ideas like right as i'm as i'm falling asleep and sometimes if i don't have like the power in me to like grab you know i i typically sleep with my phone off i hate that thing um or you know um because it's weird i don't know i don't i don't know um i'm beginning or not beginning but i sometimes i'm like um astonished at like the reality uh of like a simulation theory just because if i do sleep with my phone on sometimes i have really really horrible terrible dreams and then i'll be like what the fuck is wrong and then like i'll i'll wake up and my phone is on and i'm like oh you know what like what the fuck like uh i you know i don't i don't know Like, what would be the correlation between those two things? But, like, sometimes I'll just have, like, really terrible fucked-up dreams and then wake up and realize, like, my phone was on while I was sleeping. And so it's been a while, um, that I've been sleeping with my phone off purposely. Um, and my body does have, like, a knack for waking when it needs, um, needs to do something. And so that's been a blessing. But, um, yeah, sometimes, um... I don't even remember what I was saying. Um but yeah, no. My this the simulation theory is sometimes just a little bit too too real for me cuz I'll I'll be in a um like a bubble of things that are so unreal um in my reality that I'm just like this is like <laughs> I'm like, this is, like, out of a movie or something, and this is, like, this is definitely the result of programming, um, which wouldn't surprise me at this point, um, I, it's not like I'm looking, like, I don't want to really live in New York City, like, at all, I don't, I'm, like, I'm 100% sure, like, At this moment in time that I cannot afford to do such a thing. And, like, honestly, having, like, been in L.A. for a majority of my life or been based in L.A. for a majority of my life, like, that has always been, like, the impossible dream. Not, like, the dream, like, I want to move to New York, but, like, like, wanting to spend time in New York or maybe even thinking about living in New York or something. Like, you know, for a time. Because I've (laughs) I've never been like, you know what, I'm just going to live here forever. Because, like, every fucking year... Like, like, like somebody said to me, they were like, hey, I'm, like, I've been in New York for 11 years now. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, it got cold here 11 times and you stayed like it's fucked up. Like sometimes the the fucking but, you know, apparently global warming. So like every New Yorker sounds like every Alaskan, which is just like this is fucking unseasonably, ridiculously like, like, like scarily warm right now. Um, and it has been a blessing at least for me like in my fucking um, in context of whatever's happened happened I still need I feel like I need to watch Tenet again it's very very rare that I go back to like a fucking like a like a time and space just to like understand what's happening in like the very moment but like I'll do it sometimes or sometimes it happens on accident where it's just like synchronistic in the way that like i'll I'll watch something or something's on in the background and it's like literally telling me um what's happening like in my life but like I, like when I was doing all this like mental health um like researching, I guess apparently that's like also like a uh what's it called like a that's also like a symptom of schizophrenia they're like, oh, like you think whatever's happening on t v is like is what's really happening, and like a lot of the time it is predictive programming, and so like yeah, it is, but also if that's like you know um you know if that's considered schizophrenic at this point I'm just like okay well you know like I haven't (laughs) I haven't gone about like hurting anybody or like been so outside of reality that like that like I can't that I'm not grounded you know um a lot of the time something something unreal can be happening and it's it's almost like a like a moral dilemma um last night, <laughs> I'm not going to disclose my location, like, my actual current location on this series ever again. Um, <laughs> ever again, I don't think. I don't think it's safe for me at this point, like, just, like, mentally and just, like, f- even physically, I'm just like, yo, I fucking, like, I can't say where I'm at, because then, like, really crazy shit will just start happening, and it did, and like, I've, <laughs> for some reason, I'm just like, this isn't over. It doesn't feel over. For a long time, it felt so done with. I was like, this is okay, like the, you know, that at least that's at least we're past that. Um, and now it's just like open to this like vortex of just like uh-huh. for some reason it doesn't feel anywhere near the end. I feel like I'm still very much in it. Um but moving on from that, like this like weird reality in society, um and like these moral dilemmas that I've been having. Um, for example, um I got off the train last night and I was walking, and there was a man. And this is this is how like this is how much L.A. fucked up like my humanity, um, like. And this is a real story. This just happened. And um, I'm rounding the block by the deli because there's a deli like every four fucking feet, and she's the coolest fucking thing ever. Um, <laughs> and they all sell pantyhose. <laughs> and um, and this guy is, like, laying on the ground, like, he, he looks like he's, he, like, in shock or something, like, you know, his, like, face is covered. like, I think he may have been robbed, I don't know, like, one of his shoes was off, and, like, I'm, I've been in LA so long that this is not uncommon, like, this is not, not normal for me, but in, like, in all these time in all this time I've been in New York, and I've been in New York, like, most of February, um, like and I'm not gonna disclose my exact location it is still a big city but like still (laughs) um um Yeah, no, like this this is the first time that I've actually seen somebody just laid out in the street because I talk about it all the time. You can be in in LA on like any block and somebody's going to be like laying down in the street and that's not fucking uncommon, like sleeping there or like having like a mental breakdown or screaming or just like, you know, like laying in the exact position that this man was laying in. Like that's normal, like not just once a day, but like every day on every block type shit. And so like it was it was weird because I'd never seen anything like that in New York not really you know and no not at all and so i was like oh it kind of startled me and i in in la you just walk past it you don't really fucking you know it's like it's just like such a normal thing that you just walk past it but like it, it was strange to me and i felt like this this guy may have been like hurt in some kind of way that like he was in shock and he wasn't like bleeding or anything but his shoe was off and he was just like frozen with his face covered like you know like something scared him you know <laughs> and um it's not funny, but I'm just kind of like, I'm just, I'm still like depressurizing from that moment just because like having been in LA so long and having that be so normal, um, which I realized like it shouldn't be. I'm like, dang, like, like it really is like a state of emergency, like a super crisis what's happening in LA. And, um, <laughs> and I, and I just like, I had all my stuff with me, but also like as a, you know, like as strong as i want to be like as a as a single like female person with all this like all these you know my gym bag and my backpack with me like i i didn't want to be hurt in a way and so i just kind of like shook him and was like hey man are you you all right like are you okay and he wasn't responding and so i put his shoe like a little closer to him just in case he was like i don't know like on drugs or something he's gonna wake up and like i don't know like people talk about the crime rate in this city a lot like so you know um I I try to always like be conscious about like protecting myself and my body and so like I was like okay like I'm going to go put my stuff down and it and I'm going to come back and if he's still here like I'll call like an ambulance or something cuz he had on like a like a jacket that was like a like like a security jacket and I'm thinking like yo dude like this dude is not like a homeless person or anything like he made like he has a job like he didn't he wasn't like stinky or anything like something happened to this guy and there was, like, a bunch of other people also passing him as I passed him, and we just kind of looked at each other, like, uh-oh, like, you know, like, should we do something? But, like, they kept walking, and I was like, I'm gonna at least put my stuff down, because I don't want him to, like, wake up and hurt me, like, not that, like, you know, like, he's not responding, but, like, at the same time, like, I don't know, like, you don't you you just have to be careful with these kinds of things. So I go and put my stuff down, and um, in the five seconds that, like, it took me to do that, I came back out. And, like, somebody else had already, like, called an ambulance or something. And there was people, like, standing around him, like, you know. And so I was, like, cool. Like, I could see it from down the block that, like, he was being helped. And I was, like, cool. Like, but that wasn't going to sit on my conscious, just, like, walking past him and, like, not doing anything. But it was weird. It was, like, a weird moral dilemma for me. Like, being in L.A. for so long and, like, seeing that every day all the time and just, like, not doing anything because it's so fucking normal like it's so much of a normalcy that like you just see somebody like laid out in the street that you just like don't it's not that you don't care you just can't do anything because it's like you know it's not one dude in a month it's like 50 people on a street (laughs) and so like you know um so yeah that's um what is being allowed to happen right now in, in los angeles and has always been apparently um, you know, like, cause I get, I get the history of it in doses, like, oh, you know, um, Gmo, one of my really close friends, um, like, you know, uh, and, and family that I've been working with for like a few years now with like the Sunny Blue Project, um, is, it was like, yo, do you know how Skid Row even became Skid Row? And I was like, no, you know, not really, like, I've never really looked into like the, the history of it it's just always been like skid row (laughs) and when i was younger it was like don't go over there and i was like okay you know and then sometimes you get turned around and you end up there and you're like yo what oh my god (laughs) and then you know um like yeah it's it's just what it is but like he's like yo there's this is because of like during like the reagan era or whenever i think it was like during the reagan era just before it he was like when they started closing down all of the like insane asylums is what they were back in those days because like you used to just be able to like throw people away um into these um places where they would just be like horribly mistreated and then it became like a whole thing where it was like you can't do this anymore and instead of having like a like an actual like system in place for like people with disabilities and people with like you know um debilitating mental health problems and people who you know were um you know who were violent who did have like violent violent um you know um diseases of, of some sort um instead of like having any system in place they would just take them by the bus loads and like drop them down in this one place in the city and and like in the middle of the night they would just like drop people down where you know where what is now um skid row <laughs> and i was like whoa like <laughs> it was like the whole thing that i like i i guess i was like d- d- wondering but like n- never knew but like never wanted to know but like i got like the whole download at once Gma was like yo this is what's up. like that's this is how because i was like yo downtown is nuts downtown is crazy like this is fucking this is, he's like oh yeah like <laughs> you know and what's fucked up is it's gotten better like they gentrified it like you know a bunch of kids that like work in tech down there like a lot of you know rich asians and like ukrainians and like you know like they gentrified it and so like there are like these really beautiful gorgeous buildings and like you know um monopolies like of course equinox and like sweet green and fucking like you know all at uh, starbucks and dunkin donuts and like whole foods and all these things that you find in like a uh you know a modern gentrified m- metropolitan city but you know like two blocks from all that really pretty stuff that, like, didn't even used to be there, because I remember downtown when I was a kid, and, like, it, like, it wasn't really gentrified at all, it was just, like, whoa, like, (laughs) this is not, like, don't come here after sundown, uh, you know, um, and then, you know, in the last, like, um, 10 years, you know, like, they've, they've really, like, made it, like, attractive again, at least in certain parts, but then it's, like, it's, like, you know, you get to eighth street and you're all right. Like eighth and up is cool. <laughs> you know, eighth to main is fine, but it's just like six. Like it's like, it's like, there's definitely like a, like a line. Um, because like, even like some parts of like, like sixth street is just never okay from top to bottom. Sixth street is gross. Um, but it's like, you know, sixth, fifth, four, like once you get, once you get, you know like, 7th is, like, sketchy, and then 6th is, like, okay, and, like, it's, there's, like, a certain side of each street where it's just, like, this is all right, this is, like, the, this is the financial district, this is, like, the jewelry district, and from this side on is, like, sketch city, it's literally Skid Row, um, all the time, where it's just, like, you know, um, hundreds of thousands of people in, in tents, and, like, makeshift, like, it's, it's crazy, and it is its own, like, community, like, I, I got, I, I got sent there by Google, Google has a way of, like, showing me lessons, like, especially lessons having to do with morality, um, like, like, that's how I became a vegan, is because Google sent me down a, a river that's not a fucking road, it, like, during certain seasons, but it was like, oh, no, you can, try. like, no, not not during the ra- rainy season, like, it's a literal river, um, and that's how I became a vegan, um, yeah, in you know like second or third handedly um and I've told that story like somewhere over this series but yeah Google has a way of like teaching me things sometimes um like like trying to find the closest place to do my laundry and um because it was crazy I was paying almost two grand a fucking month to share a room with all these people but they had no laundry (laughs) um and so um I was like oh where's the closest place for laundry and Google's like right over here and like dropped me off like in the middle of Sketch City USA, and I was like, oh no. And what's crazy is like I kept walking because I could smell like a laundry mat, in you know like you know, um, even over the smell of feces. Um, and I was like, um, like there's a laundry mat here. Like I can smell like fresh laundry, but like I walked a block and I was like, Mm-mm, I don't care. Like I can I, I can rough it another day. Um, you know, like I can just like. You know wear my gym clothes to work or whatever like I don't mean I'm like I'm not i am like i am not going to keep looking for this fucking place that apparently because like I was like yo laundromat and they were like oh it's this way and and it would it was just so much and I was like okay all right and um yeah no that that um so that that man last night just kind of threw me off because I had never really seen it here um I had never really been like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah like there's not like so much of it happening that that you get, like that you get desensitized to it, so that actually like kind of alerted me, and I was like, oh, and, and it was weird because like I felt bad for being so L A that like the first thing that I didn't do was whip out my phone because I I like wanted to, but like sometimes sometimes like you know they you do that and they're just like why are you abusing like in L A at least they're like why are you abusing like. Why are you wasting our time on this homeless person (laughs) like you know like they'll they'll give you that attitude or they'll put you on hold um you know like they're like yo don't fucking don't call us for no reason and fucking this is so common that it's not a reason to call us um so yeah that kind of gave like my heart a jump and i was like oh like uh uh, you know like and then like just needing to protect myself like I was like, okay, like, let me at least, like, you know, make sure, like, I'm all right. Um, You know, gotta look out for number one, which felt like an asshole thing. But luckily, in, like, the five seconds, like, that it really did take me to, like, situate myself, like, other people had stepped in and helped. Um, And that has been my experience so far um, in this city, like, compared to, to L.A., where, like, nobody will help you. Nobody really gives a fuck um nobody and people are only being friendly to get something um for themselves <laughs> like out of you know whatever you have or whatever they need like they're like you know um and so I'm you know not used to um people going out of their way to make sure you're okay which people do here and I'm not used to um I'm not like used to people being friendly or like stepping in to help or like going out of their way um to accommodate and that's like i don't know new york has been nothing but kind to me um in the in that way and has been like has kind of sh- like restored my faith in humanity a bit in the way that la was taking it away from me um not that i don't miss miss at least the weather you know and um like knowing where i'm going <laughs> i ain't getting turned around so much and I do, and then I get, like, I'm usually on empty, because, like I said, I just won't eat on the subway, so it's, like, this, like, you know, that's my fault, like, I need to learn how to, like, you know, like, since I'm operating my body at, like, such a high capacity, like, I really do need to figure out how to, like, you know, um, but, like, you know, maybe it's just me, um, and my, like, strangely overactive bladder like um, oh you know i have to you know have to ride an hour on the train like i don't need i don't want to drink a whole bunch of water like and then have to like use the restroom um just because like i guess that's another la thing where i'll just like have i have a whole bunch of like trauma from like nobody like letting me use the bathroom in la for like like so many years where it's just like oh like I have a really full bladder and used st- to like at one time I was on my way to work and I was like super late for work that day because I like got off the bus to use the bathroom but then I had to walk like three miles before anybody let me use the bathroom and it was only because I started crying like I was like please like please dude and he was like no this is not for like this is not for customer this is not for people and I'm like yo you just please and I and then he was like no and so like he told me no and i started crying because i was like dude i'm gonna pee myself and i'm like in my work clothes and like fucking like yo this is like the worst day ever because i was already late just because i got off the bus and everywhere i stopped was like no 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 public restrooms no no public restrooms no 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 i was like okay fucking and so like it just got to the point where i was like in pain obviously and um and this dude still wasn't gonna let me use the restroom and i was like i just started crying and he was like fine you know and he didn't even say fine like he just like opened the door and was still like glaring at me all mad but like you know like yo dude like that's that's what i'm used to and so um i guess over time i've just like learned to like like you know um neglect my body i've done it at jobs too where they're just like hey you can't use the bathroom this much and i'm like well i need to drink this much water to be hydrated or else like i you know start getting sick or whatever and they're like well you can only use the bathroom at this time or this time and i'm just like uh (laughs) like you know like i've i think i'm i'm not sure like i can't say that like i i I don't think that i've actually like quit a job over it but i think i've gotten like neglectful to the point where i don't care if i get fired because like they're like you can't use the restroom and i'm like um like and i'm i have already talked about like i don't really i'm not like a huge like phone person so like i'm not gonna sit on the fucking toilet and just like be texting or whatever like i don't even have fucking like shit to do on my phone to that capacity Um, besides writing which I can typically do at whatever job that I'm doing you know like I can usually like write and so that's it's never really been a problem for me that I'm just gonna like go to the restroom and just like text or like spend like ridiculous amounts of hours in there but I have had like points of you know morality shifting where I'm just like where they're like yo like you can only use the bathroom this much and I'm like yo well I'm like my body like you know it tells me when I use the bathroom. Um, so anyway, that was that was my whole spiel on like morality. Like I said, I was um, <laughs> I wanted to say like season I can't remember, but if it if it's a good idea, it'll come back to me. It was a really like um, it was like a really artsy title for a really like shitty episode that I recorded, and I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know where it's going because I'm just right now taking some time to be like as under the radar as possible. Um just because I'm like I don't know, um in a sense like worried about myself and I should be. Um and so yeah, right now I'm just like organizing as much as I can. Um just like realizing that like something has shifted where like people don't really give a fuck about anything. money and that has not been my experience in this city but like it it has been happening for the last few years where it's just like yo like (laughs) like fuck your body like you can't use the bathroom this many times a day and like fuck what you need like like money And, and so um you know a lot of people are using this little you know a lot of people are calling it what it what it seems to be is like the american nightmare um, like I you know left my drum machine in Mexico thinking that I would be back for it and then of course I I couldn't go back for it because I couldn't like you know like the cost of living was so much more than I was making that I couldn't just leave because um, <laughs> it, it really does suck to be like in a foreign country with like zero money at all and um, finally the dude I was just like yo dude like I am working on like first he tried to fucking what's it called blackmail me and be like you're going to give me like five hundred dollars like for for holding your stuff all this time, and this dude has like this dude's like a rich Mexican, like he went to college in the United States, and like hey, what 's funny is I met his mom before i uh, before I left, and she was like, Oh, like when he runs out of money, I just come and give it to him, and like you know like you know like he's not hurting at all because I 'm here, you know, and so like Whatever he needs, I I get for him. Like he comes from a rich Mexican family, and then like has had like he's like a privileged Like they they do have wealth there, and that's what he comes from. But like he's still a Mexican in the way that like he's like yo the money, and so fucking like I was like yo, like I really you know want to come get my drum machine. I really need it. And he was like, well, I'm going to New York City because he has a girlfriend. This is before I was here. He's like, I'm going to New York City um like thursday and if you send me five hundred dollars like i'll bring you your drum machine i was just like eh nah. like i don't even have five hundred dollars for myself but you know i'll just keep on working to save to go take the trip to go get it and it wasn't just a drum machine it was like my drum machine my guitar like a bunch of my clothes like i left pretty much everything that i had there and then a hurricane hit and then i was like well there's nowhere to go back to and i'm just like stuck up here working and so you know like you know (laughs) like you know it is what it is but like basically it came down to it where it was just like hey man like like i'm gonna come get my stuff and and whatever like and he's like whatever i sold it like like don't come down here because you're in the united states where like everybody goes to make money and like i already i already went over this and like I don't have a bunch of family that I can just live with and, like, stack up dough because that's the only way people do it is, like, if you have a family or you have a friend that you can fucking, like, be with for a minute and, like, I don't mind working, like, you know, a crazy job that asks too much of me for, like, minimum wage but, like, if you don't have somewhere to go (laughs) like, to reset your body I've already talked about this over and over again, I guess at this point, I, I mean, like I'm just, like, so, like, I guess if I had a platform, <laughs> I, I, um, competed in, like, a Miss America fucking pageant once, a regional, um, version of it, <laughs> of course, and, um, I got Miss Congeniality, cause, like, you know, I'm, I'm set and dark-skinned, so I had, like, no chance of winning whatsoever, um, you know, and of course the girl who did win was like a total pageant princess. I think she was, I don't, I can't, yeah, no, it was the, um, the Dean's daughter or whatever, of course, cause favoritism, but, um, <laughs> um, yeah, they, they like asked me, they were like, oh, you have to have a platform, like, you know, like, um, world hunger or world peace or whatever. Um, and I and had a hard, I had a really hard time coming up with a platform then um it was going to be like cannabis legalization but it was in utah and so i was like that is not the thing to fucking do <laughs> and i didn't um i i don't i don't remember what my platform eventually was or maybe i did just like was being like risque and was like uh you know like cannabis legalization i can't remember what it was because it was so long ago it was just a, it was a very turbulent time in my life <laughs> um Um, yeah, but I did compete and at least get Miss Congeniality, um, or whatever, their little version of it, um, yeah, and, um, now, now I guess if I had, like, a platform, I'm just like, yo, dude, like, this homeless thing is really fucking nuts, um, you know, like, to the point where, where, like, it did, like, make my morality shift, like, when I saw, like, the first person I saw laying on the ground in, like, weeks, um because you know that's all it's been is some weeks and I was like oh shit like this is not normal here should I call somebody and then just kind of having like this like delayed reaction of like doing something that should be like normal you know um but in LA so much isn't that it just like gave it like it weirdly startled me and it made me just like really like think like Like, this is, that's, that's fucking madness to the point, like, I shouldn't have had to think about it, like, and I'm mad at myself that I did, like, I should have just whipped out my phone and been like, yo, 911, somebody needs help, but it's so common where I've been for so long that, like, it, you know, um, yeah, like that, you know, um, yeah, so that's it for this one, I don't know, I didn't really plan on telling that story, it's been 34 minutes and now I have some work to do um so yeah that's that's it for this one um yeah i'm not sure i i find i have had a conversation lately where with somebody i guess that's not it for this one i'll say this and then i'll go but like um I had a conversation lately where you know of course it was it was with this guy that's like yo it like i have white privilege like it's gonna take a whole bunch of like me basically Like, a bunch of people that look like me to get together and say that this is wrong for anything to change. And I've been saying that, at least to myself, for years. um, Just because, like, I I have been, like, scared to a point to even, like, say anything. Just out of, like, fear of what would happen to me. Um, Like, he's like, yeah, it's gonna take a whole bunch of, like, you know, blue-eyed, blonde-haired, or, you know, like, it's gonna take a whole bunch of white people to get up and be angry about this problem um, before, um, anything changes, like, it's, you know, nothing's really gonna happen if a whole bunch of, like, what you would consider the minority, but really isn't, like, nobody cares a bunch of, a whole bunch of colored people getting together and being, like, hey, change this, like, nothing's gonna change until, like, and he even used these words, he was, like, until the white supremacy, like, agrees and changes it, because, like, we are the most powerful, like, supreme beings ever, and I was, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, at least you're the one saying it, um but but that is that's the last thing um so yeah that's that's um that's it at least um for now i'm in my postseason um i can't i can't even um i can't even remember it was such a good word but maybe i'll think of it and uh yeah if i do that'll be the name of at least one of these episodes um in this postseason whatever it is